Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's too, it's too faithful to fail us. It's too faithful to leave us. I believe we should celebrate the faithfulness of God this morning. How many of us are appreciative of God's faithfulness? Can you put your hands together and just appreciate him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's rise up and just wave our hands and say, Baba, thank you for your faithfulness. You are a faithful father. You are a faithful God. Whatever you say you will do, that is what you will do. Oh, we give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. Oh, yes, oh, yes. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. Jehovah, Jehovah, you are Yahweh. disappointed but this morning they came before you we came before you we have come before you and I pray our Lord and our God you say no man comment unto you and you will cast away no man comment unto you and will not receive that which you have packaged and pray for everyone that has come today none of us will miss that which you have packaged say the entrance of your word give it light it bring it understanding to the simple Enlighten us by your word in the name of Jesus. Change the direction of our lives this morning by your word. Let your name alone forever be honored. Thank you, Daddy, for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please, as you remain standing, open your Bible to three places of the Bible very quickly. Genesis chapter 1, we read verses 1 to 3. 
and then Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and the book of Psalm 11, verse 3. Let's start with Genesis chapter 1, from verses 1 to 3. Can we all read? One, two, go. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew chapter 6, I think it's a verse many of us can read off it, but I want us to read it from the scriptures. Matthew 6, verse 33. Are you there? Okay, so let's go. One, two, go. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Then finally, Psalm 11. Psalm 11, verse 3. The book of Psalm 11, verse 3. One, two, go. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we be seated? Shall we be seated? How many of us are glad to be in church this morning? Can you shout another hallelujah? hallelujah? I want to start by welcoming all of us to this service. This is our third service today. And I want to thank God that you are part and parcel of those who have come to appreciate God for what the Lord has done. I want to thank God, especially for those of us who have been very committed and faithful during this period of the lockdown. He didn't say because the church premises was closed. You were attending house fellowship and doing what you were supposed to do. There are rewards that are meant for those who are faithful and committed. I pray for you that your own portion will not be missing in the name of Jesus. I also want to appreciate God who has made it possible for us to gather. What we should be celebrating today is the faithfulness of God. If you agree with me, shout hallelujah. You know, I'm, I'm seeing some faces, and I know some of us for the past five months, we have not seen ourselves face to face. And um, it is because God is faithful. I don't want to mention names individually, but you see, seeing you today in the midst of all that is happening, honestly, it calls for celebration, it calls for thanksgiving. I told them in the first and the second service, I said there are many powerful men and women who have gone and they are forgotten. There was a day they buried two of my friends. They were burying one in Oyo State and they were burying one in Lagos State here. They were burying them at the same time. We were looking at through Zoom. And these are people who had plans for tomorrow. These are people who had plans for the future cut short just like that. A lot of powerful men in position of authority, they are gone. But you see, God kept you. God kept your family. It shows that God is faithful. It shows that God is a good God. It shows the mercy of God. Some of these people were not better than them. 
but God just showed you mercy. God just showed me mercy. So if we can come gather together today, one of the things I want you to have in your mind is that I have come to celebrate the faithfulness and the goodness of God over my life and over my family. I want you to have it behind you. I know some of us may have lost certain things during these five months. Some loved loved ones, some loved properties, one thing or the other. But listen to me and listen very carefully. As long as there is life, there is hope. Is somebody hearing me? The fact that you are still breathing means there is hope for you. And in the name of the Lord, can I announce to you that whatever God has purposed for you, he will bring them to pass in the name of Jesus. Please, I want you to keep putting your trust in the Lord. There are certain things I should not be saying as a pastor, but I will say them because that is what the truth is. Things are likely to become more and more difficult. Things have been deteriorating and deteriorating. It is likely to get worse. But listen to me. That's why God is bringing this word today. Laying the foundation, the right foundation for your uncommon blessing. Laying the right foundation for your uncommon blessing. That's why God is bringing this word. So that when the wind of life will blow, when the storms of life will blow, you will be able to stand. Remember that story Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 7 of two men, one built on sandy soil, the other one built on solid rock. And when the wind will come, what happened? The one that built on sandy soil, the house could not stand. Your own house will stand. Your foundation is important. The truth is that many foundations have become bastardized. That's why you are running from one pillar to one post. One pillar to one post. Many of us cannot think the way God is thinking. You are going this way. God is going this way. And so, because you are not on the same frequency with God... Many a times when you come to him and you are making requests, God does not understand what you are saying. God told us at the beginning of this month, he said, this month is our month of uncommon blessings. And you know, the first impression of many Christians, 80% of Christians, it will go to God will give me car. God will give me house. God will give me children. God will give me wife. God will give me a husband. All these things are good. But that is not the blessing God is talking about. Is somebody still following me? These things are actually, no, because if those are the blessings, he said in, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, he said, God has blessed us with what? With all spiritual blessings in what? In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If those are the blessings God is talking about, then you can easily say that that Muslim who is living by you, who has 20 cars, who is a landlord of over 50 houses, you can easily say he's blessed. Is somebody still following me? But the truth is that that is not the blessing. The Muslim does not need to surrender his life to Christ because he's already blessed. 
But I showed those who were in the first and second service today, Luke chapter 16, about the story of two men. The Bible called one the rich man and called the other one Lazarus. The rich man in verse 19, the Bible referred to him that he was eating sumptuously. Anything he wanted to eat. In the reckoning of men of the world today, that man is blessed. Is somebody still following me? Anything he wanted, he had cars, he had houses, he had everything. And then Lazarus will sit down under his table. It's not that they will serve the rich man and serve him. Lazarus will sit there. While the rich man is eating, whatever falls, read your Bible very well, whatever falls from the table of the rich man, the Bible calls this crumbs. That is what Lazarus will eat. But when, when they go to verse 21, it says, the rich man died. And Lazarus also what? Died. The truth is that Death is equal for every man. It will happen one day. But the point is, where are you going? Where will you end up? It depends on the foundation you are building. The rich man died and went straight to hell. Okay, he talked about Lazarus first. Lazarus died and the angels of God came, carried him. And took him to the bosom of what? Of Abraham. He said, and the rich man also died. And he ended up in what? In hell. He enjoyed every good thing of this world. But he ended up in hell. Can you call that one a blessed man? It's not blessed. So, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? And ends up losing his word, his soul. That means the blessing we are talking about is more than all these things. In fact, these things that we are talking about, it has brought so much confusion in our heart. So much restlessness. My business is not moving well. My head, my this, my, 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 my son has just married. No child, no this. Worries all over the place. And yet, the Bible already recorded that you are a blessed man. You are a blessed woman. Why do we now still see that because those things which are supposed to be the products of God's blessings, because they have not come, nothing has happened around us. God is saying as we come starting afresh is what they call a new normal. The way we used to meet those days, we may never be able to meet again like that for a very long time. We may never be able to meet like that for a very long time. In fact, there are some people who are stationed themselves and say, for now, no church. It's good. It's good. The point I am making today is that what is going to matter at the end of the day as time goes on it's not this running from one pillar to one post, running up and down, doing one thing or the other. It will boil down to who you are and what your relationship with Jesus is. And I told them that first service that you, one of the, the very first foundation you need to build is the foundation 
the right foundation of your relationship with Jesus. The right foundation of your relationship with Jesus. Some of us here are fathers. Some of us here are mothers. And we have children. We relate with our children. Our children relate with us. If you have a child who does not hear what you are saying, you are saying something to your child. He does not hear what you are saying. Your child is speaking to you. You cannot hear what he's saying. There is a disconnect between the father and the mother. If you have a child or you are a child, your father does not speak to you. There's a question mark whether you have a father. In fact, people, we, can, we say this one is a bastard. But you are not a bastard. You are a child of God. A child of God must hear from God. A child of God must have a relationship with God. That's where we are going. The relationship is not going to be by the church you go anymore. I'm a four square member. I'm a redeemed. I'm this, I'm that. No. It is going to be whether you carry Jesus inside of you. You know, during this lockdown, they say everybody stay in your house. Don't go anywhere. Even if somebody had a challenge and he said, Pastor, come. Pastor is not supposed to leave his house and come to another person's house. I said, okay, I will call him. Pastor, pray for me over the phone. This is what I am passing through. At times, the phone may not work. So it boils down to your relationship with you, with your God. That's where we are going. This is not the time to play games. I have a father who used to tell us when we were growing up. He said, if you don't know where you are going, you should know where you are coming from. Is somebody following what I'm saying? But we know where we are going. We know where we are going. I told them in the second, was it in the second service, I said, are you singing in the choir just because you want to sing here and it ends? Are you doing what you are doing just for this world? What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his word? His soul. You need to build the solid foundation of your relationship. Many relationships are broken. Some people can pray for five minutes. Some people do not, they only open their Bible every Sunday. Not to talk of take time to praise him. And I told them, I said, three things you must do what? You must work on in your life. Three things, three things, three things. You must, number one, develop your attitude of worship. Worship. You know, we didn't understand when Jesus was telling that woman in John chapter 4 from verse 22. The woman was telling Jesus, he said, can you see that mountain? That is the mountain our forefathers told us we, there's a special place we need to worship. And Jesus was telling that woman, he said, no, now is the time. He said, when true worshipers we do what? We worship the Father in what? In spirit and in what? And in truth. All this auditorium, 50,000 capacity auditorium, 100,000 capacity auditorium, they may not be useful with time. We're coming to the time where the church will be inside your heart.
Is somebody still following me? If you don't have a relationship with him, there will be a problem. That's why God is saying, go and rebuild that foundation. I made another call at the end of the service. In those two services, is there anyone who wants to rededicate his life? I don't think the people understood what God was saying. It's something that we must all say, look, I am not sure I am where I am supposed to be. Say, how do you know? You, as you sit down there, everything around you looks empty, even though you are a child of God. Everything look around you looks as if there is no shape. Your business has no shape. Your marriage has no shape. What you are doing has no shape. And, to, to, and darkness. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. He said, and the earth was what? Was empty. Was void. No shape. And it was full of what? Darkness. Some lives are like that. Some lives are like that. And that's why you need a new beginning. You need a new beginning. You need a new beginning. That will start with what? Reestablishing your relationship with Jesus. Through what? Through worship. In spirit and in truth. Number two. Through meditating. Strong meditation on the word of God. The word of God. I told them in the second, I said, the word of God, when we talk about relationship with Jesus, the word of God is God himself. In John chapter 1 verse 1, he said, in the beginning was the word. He said, the word was with God, and the word was what? Was God. Every time you meditate upon the word of God, God is speaking to you through his word. The, your relationship with him is being established. It's growing more and more in him. And then number three is your prayer life. Your prayer life. You need to build your prayer life. There are certain things that belong to you in destiny. Until you do what? Until you labor in prayer, it will never come. It will never come. That's why I'm emphasizing spiritual blessings. Hello? Because there is nothing that will happen in the physical if it has not been established in the spiritual. When you are able to settle it in the spiritual, even if they come and they take it, that taking it is like taking what you are not entitled to. It's not your own. God, the one God asks for you is there. Let them take everything. Because you have settled it in the spiritual, God can rebuild everything hundred times. We need to know who we belong, who we know, who we, who we want to stand for. See, things might become more difficult. And the only way you can stand in faith, because the wind will blow, storms will come. I don't want to make anybody afraid. Storm, more storms will come. But listen to me. The man that will stand firm is the one that has a solid relationship with Jesus. And then in the second service, we emphasize the issue of what? Strengthening your what? Your power 
and authority. Laying the foundation, the right foundation for God's power and authority. Listen to me, a lot of people get blessed, but they never enjoy the blessing. Because they don't have the what? The power and authority to be able to keep what God has given to them. They don't have the power and authority. And the truth is that the man that is really blessed is the man that has the authority and the power attached to it. I told them in, in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus got to a point and he called the disciples. He said, whom do men say that the son of man is? And everybody began to say, some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are uh, Elisha. Some say you are um, Jeremiah. And he said, whom do you say the son of man is? And before I finished, Peter jumped and shouted, thou art Jesus. Thou art Christ the son of the living God. And the next thing we, Jesus will say is that blessed are thou by Jonas. He said for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. He said but my father who is in what? In heaven. He called him blessed at that moment because he had many cars. Because he has built many houses. These people are not following me today. He called him blessed because he had gotten a revelation of who Jesus is and what he can do. Now where I'm going to, immediately after that, he now said, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom. He said, whatever you bind here on earth is bind in heaven. Because Peter needed the keys to be able to hold on to the blessing that he has received. Authority and power is important. You need to lay that foundation. And that's why Paul was speaking in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He said, in verse 11, he said, put on the whole armor of God. This is the time to put on the whole armor of God. In verse 2, he said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. He said, But against principalities and what? And powers. Spiritual wickedness in what? In, wickedness will increase. We are in the end times. Witches will be flying in the daytime. But you need to do what? You need to put on the whole armor. When he got to verse 13, he repeated it again. He said, put on the whole armor of God so that you will be able to withstand the wise of the devil. There are the wise of the devil, the devices of the devil. The only way a child of God can, temptations will increase. Hello? Temptations will increase. The only way you will be able to stand against it is when you have put on the word, the whole armor of God. You are walking in the power of God. You are walking in the power of God. And I say to walk in that power, you must be ready to live a life of holiness. A life of obedience. Obedience. 
Listen to me. No man, no the reason why we are facing challenges in Nigeria is because people are living in disobedience. God opened my eyes and I found out that everywhere in the world where there is disobedience and disorderliness, nothing works. That's why we are where we are. Everywhere there is order and obedience, things work. If a man wants to go in the power of God, he must be ready to obey him. Didn't you read in Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5? He said, let this mind be in you, the same mind that was in the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, who he, said he was God, but he didn't consider himself to be equal with God. What did he do? He took upon himself the form of a man went to the cross with humility and what? And obedience to the cross. When he finished those two, obedience and what? And humility. He says, God has highly exalted him. So at the name, mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. He didn't get it just like that. He got it because of what? Obedience. Obedience. You need financial power. You need spiritual power. You need marital power. You need to be obedient. Time will permit me. I've not even started a real message in this service. You need what? Obedience. Holiness. Obedience. If not, that power cannot be manifested in your life. So let's go to why we are in this service. And I'll finish in the next five or six minutes. Number three, the first one, lay a foundation of what? Of a relationship with Jesus. Make sure you have a relationship with him. Number two, lay a foundation of what? Of power and what? And authority. Can begin to walk in the power and authority of God. Number three, lay a foundation of walking in the perfect will. Perfect will of God. Perfect will of God. Now, listen to me. That's why I read Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. He said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? And his righteousness. Now, when a man seeks a relationship with Jesus, when a man seeks his power and his authority, when a man seeks to do nothing but the perfect will of God, what is he doing? He's seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness. And every other thing, every other thing will be what? Will be added. But you know what we are doing today? We want that addition first before we seek him. It doesn't work that way. It could work. It doesn't work that way. I want us to leave this service today. The end is close. The end is close. Very near. Leave this service with a commitment that Jesus is going to be the, my, the priority I will hold onto for my life. Seek it first. I want to build that foundation. Build that foundation. 
that will make me to keep seeing him. Seeing him crucified on the cross. Like I said, it will no longer be a matter of church, 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 church. That will not be important anymore. What will be important is you, me. Do I have a relationship with him? Am I seeking his power and authority? Am I walking in his perfect will? What we have today in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it starts from verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you do what? That you present your bodies. Eh? I say what? I say living sacrifice. Say holy and what? And acceptable unto him. He say, which is your what? Your reasonable service. And then verse 2, he say, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? Of your mind. What God is saying this morning, my son, my daughter, we need to renew our what? Our minds. So that we can begin to think the things he's thinking. Mind the things he's in mind. He didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. He said, no, he didn't stop there. He said, when you are transformed by the renewing of your mind, he said, you will be able to prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. There is what you call an acceptable will of God. And there is what you call a perfect will of God. One of the things you must seek. An acceptable will of God is good. What you are doing is right according to the word of God. You are not committing sin. You are not committing evil. You are doing the, a right thing. You are doing a good thing. But is that what God is saying now, part time? The business you are doing is not a 419 business. It's a good business. But is that what God wants you to do now? That's the difference between a, the perfect will and what? The acceptable will. And the man who wants to go very far must be ready to lay a foundation that will help him to walk in the perfect will of God. Young ladies, young men, this is not the time to do better anymore. Where it stops, I will pick. No. It's the time to sit down and say, God, what do you really want for me in this matter? Everything that has happened in the last five months, listen to me. Somebody will say, are you sure God knew about it? Why didn't he stop it? He allowed it for a purpose. All over the Bible, all over history, I want to round up now. All over history, there is a way God deals with people. When he sees that the people are going astray, are going astray, and he wants to put a full stop, he will bring something to, to do what? To, to, to intervene at that particular and, and obstruct whatever are their plans. That's what has happened. And I'm saying for us as children of God, 
there are lessons to learn. And the lesson to learn is that that way I have been traveling, that way I have been going about it, going on my own, trying it on my own, like Jacob. God is saying, it will not work. Turn back to me, and I will turn back to you. That is the only way we can be ready for the uncommon blessings God has packaged and purposed for us. That's the only way. That's the only way. God is saying, if you are here and you see yourself, no relationship with him anymore, this is the time. Say, take me back to you. Ooh, I'm back to you. Ooh, I've been away for a long time. I'm back to you. Take me back to you. Ooh, I'm back to you. Ooh, I've been away for a long time just to please my own self. It is time to come back to him. It's time to come back to him. Let's bow down our heads. I'm back to you. I've been away for a long time just to please my own self. I've been away for a long time just to please my own self. Are you ready to come back? He wants you to grow. He wants you to grow. He wants you to be better than what you are now in him. But it takes a right foundation. I told them, I said, I, I, I learned civil engineering. When you see a 10-story building, what they don't remember to tell you is that that same building has gone inside the ground, almost the same depth, so that you can have a solid foundation. How far you want to go is in your hands. It's in your hands. It's in your hands. If you need to reestablish that relationship, I want you to ask God now. I want to come back to you. I want to come back to you. Is it the issue of his seeking his power, his authority? Lord God, I release myself to you today. You want to follow his perfect way. Joshua called the children of Israel and said, Choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your forefathers or the gods of the Amorites. He said, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. Is somebody talking to him? Is somebody talking to him? Is somebody, I want you to pray. Give me the grace to follow you. Give me the grace to follow you. Give me the grace to follow you. It's between you and him. It's between you and him. 
if, 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 if you don't mind and you want to settle it with him on the altar, you can come to the altar and say, I'm laying all, all on the altar of sacrifice today. I want to start afresh. I want to start afresh. If you don't mind, as many who are saying, I want to chart a new course today. You can come and settle it with him on the altar. On the altar of sacrifice today. Let today mark the day of a new beginning in your life. Let it mark a day of a new beginning. It's between you and him. No man may lay hands on you. But I want you to know that you can start afresh with him today. He can remove every hindrance and do what he wants to do as you allow him. Give me the grace to follow. Abundant grace to follow. Give me the grace to follow. Your grace is enough for me. Give me the grace to follow. Abundant grace to follow. Give me the grace to follow. Your grace is no. Please, can you turn it to prayer? Turn it to prayer. Give me the grace to follow. Especially in all these trying and tough times. Give me the grace to follow you. Give me the grace to follow you. I need the grace to follow you. Our Lord and our God, give me the grace to follow you. I yield myself to you today. Our Lord and our God, I need the grace to follow you. Not any man, not any woman. Give me the grace to follow you. Give me the grace to follow you in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me the grace to follow you in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you are here, there are things that you need to put in order. I want you to ask him for mercy. And I want him to ask him to help you. If the foundation is not right, you will not be able to go very far. I want you to pray so that you can build a new foundation today. Ah, I want you to pray, Baba. Rebuild my foundation. The foundation of my relationship. Oh, let it be rebuilt today. Help me to lay a solid foundation for what you want to do through me, for what you want to do through me, for what you want to do through me, to the glory of your name. Thank you, Daddy, for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. He said, to whom you love it, you will always chastise. Thank you for your mercy upon us. Your mercy did not only bring us thus far, but by the reason of your mercies, you have helped us to put right the things that were not what they were supposed to be. I'm praying our Lord and our God that as a new journey starts today, Help us to go through in the mighty name of Jesus. 
every resources, abilities, capabilities we need spiritually. Our Lord and our God will be able to fulfill destiny. Let there be a release today in the name of Jesus. For as many who are saying amen, our Lord and our God, help them in the name of Jesus. Let your hands be upon us. Let your name alone forever be honored. The word that we have heard today, our Lord and our God, we are praying that you will help us to walk in them so that we can become what you want us to be. And as we continue in this service, please, Lord Jesus, continue with us. And at the climax of it all, every one of us will declare that the Lord has blessed us. Let it be so in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.